0: Hey gang, welcome into another spooktacular edition of the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, Halloween edition number two here for the program as always we appreciate your time on the show as we talk about investing finance and retirement with uh i I was trying to think of a nickname for nathan but i just i ran out so nathan (laughs) what's going on buddy how are
1: you i'm doing good i'm doing really good so (laughs) excited about uh about halloween and all that so we got uh, we got some really cool things that we're going to talk about today that are really scary scary facts Yeah. yeah so some things that uh Will hopefully not scare you too bad, but just enough to take some action. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's right, hopefully. Yeah, a little bit.
0: Take a little action. (laughs) You know, because I was like spooktacular, you know, I thought of that pretty quick, you know, which is a pretty normal one to use. And I was trying to come up with like some sort of a monster nickname or something for you, and I just blanked. So
1: I was (laughs) like, you know, I was like Naughty Nathan, but that sounds like a whole different show. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, Anyway, so how you been, my friend? You doing all right? I'm good, yeah, doing good, doing really good, and just uh, loving this time of year. As we talked about last week, this is this yeah. is my favorite time of year. So, I'm hey, just excited. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. You know, so uh, oh, oh, we talked about this before, O'Brien. So you're yeah. oh, you're Irish, right? Or is yeah. it Irish or Scottish? Yeah, scotch or Irish, scotch both. Irish. Okay, yeah. both. Uh-huh. I found out recently that I am Bavarian. So, really? yeah, so Killian, last my last name's Killian, could have been Irish as well, uh, yeah. and obviously, uh, and that there's some offshoots there, but we actually traced back to the first one that we can find on record, uh, fifth, sometime born sometime before 1540 uh, in a little town called Kundhard in Bavaria. Uh, in in Germany so uh, my wife actually (laughs) she pulled yeah she pulled it up we actually found out where my the first uh, one that crossed the ocean to come over here and all that stuff so we found his is basically his great grandfather was the very first Killian that they can seem to find on record and uh, so we we actually found a little town in Germany it's still there the church is still there so we're gonna go check that out next year yeah you should go check it out
1: that's awesome yeah so
0: it's pretty interesting so I'm an 11th generation Bavarian uh,
1: (laughs) and I don't like beer so go figure that (laughs) 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 We're going to try to uh, head over to uh, Ireland next year. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. The home country. Yeah, that'd be kind (laughs) of neat. Yeah. yeah. So I I thought that was interesting. We had
0: talked about that a couple of times a while back, and I – wanted to bring that up and people are going what does this have to do with halloween (laughs) Uh, (laughs) nothing except for the fact that i thought i would share it so now we'll move on to halloween (laughs) um so we do we do have some scary facts about retirement readiness uh this is again another one of our halloween editions so uh hopefully you'll come along with us so here's our first scary fact uh congressional tax reform could severely limit pre-tax contributions
1: to retirement plans yeah what is yeah. this all about ed this truly is some scary stuff i okay. think for a lot of people um so there's there's just a couple of bills that are um, on the floor now basically that are talking about limiting pre-tax contributions to retirement plans so they're, they're talking about making some major changes to this kind of stuff and you know like currently employers can contribute and and match and then you know and do all of those things and employees can match and and 401ks you can put a tremendous amount of money in there, depending on your age, up to twenty four, twenty five thousand dollars that you can put into a four hundred one k. And they're talking about limiting some of those contributions to ten thousand dollars for pre tax. So it's called the Rothification bill. So mm. it's you know making Roths more prevalent where you pay the tax bill now, which they're trying to do that of course to you know help with the budget and all of those things with our deficit. They could just you know cut spending, but that's a stupid idea for some reason. I don't know why but anyway so they're gonna change these things and make it uh, where we get to deduct less potentially so of course all of the You know, NAFA is the one that's done this article, which is the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. So they are, of course, lobbying against that because it's not going to help the normal retiree, the average consumer and all with this. You know, it's just it's crazy on these limitations. They should allow us to contribute more, I think, and not cut it back to less. So scary things going on there. I hope that doesn't change. It's that could be a really negative impact on uh, what people do with their retirement
0: yeah no definitely interesting stuff now obviously we we're having a little bit of fun with the sound effects and the the whole halloween kind of idea but some of this stuff is actually some things we need to be a little concerned about <laughs> yeah. uh, you know done in kind of a hopefully a fun entertaining fashion but uh, if you want to learn more about that uh, we'll we'll post a link to NAFA here and this uh, scary facts about retirement uh, on the podcast page uh, if you'd like to check that out as well, and you can go to the financial if you have not done so already and do that, find that there. Click on the episodes. Uh, you can listen to past and future and you can click on the link at the bottom of that as well. So we usually try to provide those things. So by doing that, that's going to cause some issues. This rothification um, that could add some interesting things to uh, harming yourself for the overall retirement readiness. Um, yeah. That we try to yeah. preach about and get people to do. Yeah.
1: Well, I think the main concern that I have is a lot of times when the government puts limitations on that and says, "Well, this is the only amount that's deductible." That's kind of what people look at that and say, "Well, that's all I'm going to contribute then." And for some people, that's not enough. You mm-hmm. know, right. it's for a lot of people that's not enough to save just ten thousand dollars or whatever over time. Some people that's plenty, but there should be some higher limitations instead of looking at or them looking at reducing these so i don't know we'll see what happens but i i don't think it'll end up changing just because there's so many people that contribute so much to that lots of lobbyists that can Help us out in that situation, hopefully.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see so, how that plays out. So yeah, that's one. Yeah, that's our first uh, scary retirement fact. Well, uh, fact, uh, I guess. Uh, I guess it's sort of a fact about retirement readiness. So, <laughs> all right. How about this one? A, a couple can expect two hundred and seventy-five grand. That's a big yeah. two hundred and seventy-five thousand. Uh, out mm. of pocket medical expenses in retirement. So yeah, that's, that's just scary. that's just out out of your own
1: little bank account, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. So that's including things like long term care costs mm-hmm. and just you know additional healthcare costs, things that uh, you know dental and vision, things that Medicare doesn't cover. So a lot of these things people can end up having to pay out of pocket for in retirement, which is you know that's enough to make you not want to retire right there. You know, it's just a, right. that's a right. lot of that's a lot of Money, but uh, the thing is, is just make sure you plan for that. Make sure you've got good Medicare supplements. Make sure you've addressed the long-term care issue, and make sure that those things are taken care of. You know, the odds of you going to a nursing home are really low, but we do have really high odds of going to an assisted living facility true, today. So true. that's something that you've got to make sure that you can either plan on funding that with your investments and your you know pensions or your retirement income, right? Or make sure that you've got insurance that can cover that for you. So some that just a lot of people kind of put off and don't think about it until retirement and then you know if you're 65 at retirement you may not can buy long-term care insurance because of the health situation that you're in so don't wait too long Talk about it now with your insurance agent or with your financial advisor and make sure that you've got a plan in place to pay for this expense because it's going to be there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, good information here on the program here on The Financial Answer. Uh, Also, uh, some scary information. So (laughs) scary (laughs) fact number three, Uh, 68% of baby boomers, Nathan, wish they'd
1: saved more for retirement. 68%? I know, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's because a lot of people just don't plan. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. what it comes down to. They that's don't one in that four, plan. right? I think that's it one in four. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, no. 68 percent no that'd be more yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so sorry, it's sorry, about, sorry about that. Yeah. uh no that's, that's it's like about two and a half three, and four so <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, something yeah like that. two out of three say that so basically it's it's a lot it's and it comes down to you know what we were just talking about previously with uh, huh. healthcare expenses and yeah. things like that they see how expensive those things are in retirement and they realize that that maybe they didn't yeah. save enough so um I, you know there's not many people that you can talk to that say well i've saved Everything that I ever, you know, would would want to save. I mean, most people feel sure, like they could right. improve. Sure, uh, yeah. well, right. As humans, I don't think we ever do that, that anyway. Yeah. but Yeah. No, that's right. So, you know, I think. That number kind of skewed a little bit with those, but I do feel like most people feel like they should have saved a little bit more, especially earlier on in life. Um, and then waiting, you know, right. typically people wait till in their 50s or late 40s, at least before they really, really get serious about saving.
0: Yeah, I think that's a lot of us. And I had it backwards on that. So, yeah, I, actually, maybe a yeah. more accurate way of looking at it is only one out of every four people say they feel like they are ready feel they're good. Feel they're good to go. Yeah. So um, so if you wanted to kind of go back to the old nuclear family, what was it? uh, Having 2.5 kids, which always was weird. You remember growing up and they'd say, you want the (laughs) the big house, the white picket fence and 2.5 kids. And I was like, how do you have 0.5 kid? (laughs) You know, I remember being like 14 going, is there something they didn't tell me in in, in sex ed class or what? How
1: does that work? How does that
0: work? (laughs) Um, But yeah, so if you're, if you're looking at it that way, it's 68%, just under three out of four. People gonna feel they don't have enough saved, and only one out of four feel confident uh, in their retirement plan. And and a lot of ways to find that out is sitting down with your financial advisor and saying, "Hey, let's run some numbers. Let's do some forecasting, if you will. Let's do some stress testing and find out where we're at." That's that's a good way to kind of you know get some of those answers you may need. If you're not working with an advisor, you know make sure that you do. A lot of times you can get these consultations and conversations complimentary. uh, A lot of places, and you know you can do a couple of those, a couple different places to try to find the one that you feel like is a good fit nathan and i have been preaching that for a number i don't know probably a good year and a half or two years on the program that uh, talk with one or two advisors it doesn't just have to be uh our guy here nathan because we're doing the podcast but you certainly could come talk to him if you'd like Uh, a great way to get started too is just to get the investor awareness guide at his website thefinancialanswer.com it's right there on the main page you cannot miss it all right how about this one 55 nathan of retirees retired earlier than they expected and usually it's due to health issues, sometimes a job loss.
1: Yeah, that's right, and and you know I hear people all the time that say, "Well, I'm just I plan on working till I die," you know, right. and that's that's fine. I mean, you know, that's really my goal, but you know, it's not because I would have to; it's because I want to. It's right. something that I would love to do for the rest of my life. But you know, we don't know; we don't know what's going to happen to us health wise. So, if you haven't saved enough, if you're not prepared financially for a potential early retirement, then that really is, you know, that really makes living not good. (laughs) So at that point, you know, I mean, it's really hard. It's hard on you. It's hard on your family. And also, you know, just because you expect to work the rest of your life and maybe plan to work the rest of your life doesn't mean that you don't need to save and set aside for the rainy days or just in case you can't do that. So make sure that, uh, again, you sit down with a planner and an advisor and just work out something. You may not have to save as much in that case. You probably won't if you plan on working that long, but you just need to be prepared just in case.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I meant to segue into this other one. I'm, I'm going to hop around on my list a little bit for you, Nathan. But, okay. yeah. uh, I think that's a good point. But to kind of tie back to that whole just not being prepared, uh, it also goes on, and again, this uh, the site, uh, NAIFA.org, uh, N-A-I-F-A, goes on to reference that 45% of Americans have saved nothing at all uh, for retirement. Yeah. Do you feel like that one's yeah. a little more accurate? I mean, that's almost half of us.
1: I know, it is. And, you know... <sighs> I get kind of skewed information because people are coming to see me about their investments. Okay. okay. So yeah, everyone I see has investments, <laughs> but uh, for the most part, or they're they getting started. Right. With so that. to say and I've so,
0: saved nothing, I wonder what their yeah. definition of something is, maybe. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, really, though, when you look at the national average, I think that, you know, there's less than $1,000 is what people have set aside. Right. Um, True. You know, 50% of the country basically is, is at that, that. So, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. There know, is a really weird. It's a scary number. Yeah. yeah. There,
0: there's a scary number number that's out there that says uh, they polled a whole lot of people and just average folks and they they said, um, if you had a $1,000 emergency, could you cover that with your savings account? And I think it was overwhelming. People said no. They didn't have even a $1,000 in their savings account. Uh, So the goal, of you you know, if you
1: listen to this, the goal is just to make sure that's not you. And more than likely, it's not. I mean, more than likely, it's not because you're listening to a show like this and you're trying to get advice. And you're making good good decisions about I mean, but seriously, that's, you know, that's not the type of person typically that that I see. Um, And so, you know, if you end up. You know, having having this discussion with friends and family and all right. of that, just make sure that they're in that spot too. And just, it's okay to say, look, it's important to have these things because of experiences that you've had in life. And, right. you know, a lot of times we feel like we have to be older to say that, but we don't. I mean, I talk to my friends about it. I'm 41. I talk to my friends and, and my younger, you know, friends that are out there and say, look, this is important to save. It doesn't matter what you do, but have your emergency fund and then invest in the market and it, it will it will do well for you over time and you're not going to be as reliant on other people or social security or whatever if you save and do something as you are you know, growing toward retirement. So. True.
0: Very true. Okay. So let's, let's shift our, our scary facts back to some of the folks that, that tend to listen to our podcast. Okay. Uh, and of course I think I, it's a good information to share some of this other stuff because we do get a lot of our listeners that share it with other folks and send other people our way to check yeah. out the show. So all of these things. And again, if you'd like to read the whole article, you can certainly do so. Again, we're going to post it on the uh, episodes page for this particular episode. Uh, this is our Halloween edition number two. So we're just having, uh, just kind of trying to tie in. To the theme of halloween they've got some fun little pictures on there some spider webs and things scary clowns and whatnot to kind of go along with some of these headlines but there's some interesting ones in here how about this one we'll, we'll take this back to maybe what some of our pre-retirees might come across nathan and that is 20 percent of americans with a 401k plan take an early withdrawal or a loan against it um, yeah that's yeah. something you need to be smart about if you're taking that out to maybe get some final home renovations done
1: or whatever you might be trying to use it for in pre-retirement I know people don't uh, think about what that costs them in the long term. You right. Know? Okay. So, just taking a distribution out early in life can really reduce the amount of money that you have later on because of the power of compounding interest. So, okay. you know, if you're taking money out in your 20s and 30s and taking these distributions, and which happens a lot because people are changing jobs quite often, you know, so what I see a lot is they move, you know, they'll change a job and they'll only have four or five, $6,000 saved up, okay, mm-hmm. in their right, 401k. Okay. And they think, mm-hmm. well, you Know it's only five thousand dollars. I'm just going to take that out and pay off this car or whatever. You gotcha. know, that's yeah. that accumulates to a lot of money by the time that you're 60 or 65. That five thousand dollars grows tremendously, and it could be 20 or 30 or 50 thousand dollars at that point that that five thousand has grown to. Yeah. So, you know, it's just it's something that we don't see now. We think about what's happening right now, we don't want to think about what's happening 10 years down the road. It's just, this is just not how our, our mind works, you right? Know? So, no, I think um, it's a good so, point. Instant gratification. We uh. gotta have that. We want to have that paid <laughs> off. And and really long term, it would be better to just wait, leave it in there, leave it accumulating, and even borrow money in that case if you had to to purchase a new car or something like that. So, I stay debt free I, if you can. But you know, it's that's not the best thing by pulling out of the 401k go ahead
0: yeah and i think you hit that on the head as the instant gratification piece is saying yeah uh we had an email question that came in and uh, we weren't going to get to it this week i think i was going to try to get to it next week but oh, it was okay. it was kind of similar where the gentleman was like he only owes like he has all of his debt gone but about 20 grand on his vehicle Uh, And he was super excited about that. And he wanted to pull money out of his 401k to pay it off. Um, And I think maybe the excitement, I think maybe he was more the excitement of thinking, man, I am this close to being completely debt free. (laughs) I want (laughs) to be able to say that. Right. And so, Yeah, part of the It's numbers, exciting. It, it is exciting, important. Yeah.
1: And, but, it, it is important, but you've got to make sure your numbers work out before yes. you do that. So if you've saved enough and there's plenty of excess there that, you know, based on your plan, then yeah, $20,000 is probably not going to hurt anything at all to pay off that car. But if you're not, if you're right on the edge of, you know, potentially being successful, you know, odds of success are high in retirement or just kind of at that point to where it's right on the line, then if that's the case, then that $20,000 can kind of push you over the line where it's not going to work out. So again, it's important to have a plan. And we talk about this all the time on the show and, and, but it truly is. Don't just make guesses about your future. You cannot figure a lot of this stuff out in in your head. And so you've got to sit down with an advisor and make sure that things, things will work for your benefit.
0: Yeah. Well, we wind up doing your email question after all, Tom. So there you go. Um, Yeah, so basically, because he didn't give us some information, it sounded as though he was going to continue. He was 59 and a half. I remember that as well. So he wasn't going to take the penalty, um, obviously, for pulling the money out. But he still would have to pay the taxes, uh, obviously. But I think uh, he didn't really tell us if he was planning on working the 65 since he was so close. And so I think the initial thought was also, hey, look, if you can just go ahead and you're going to keep working, just go ahead and keep making the truck payment like you've been doing versus pulling it out of the 401k to your point, to knock knock down the, uh, the, the benefits of the 401k. So anyway, there you go. So we hit that question for you, Tom. All right. So then I guess final bit, and we'll wrap up this week, and we'll keep this with our, our retirees and so on and so forth, is the never-ending saga that is Social Security. A scary fact about retirement readiness is that, according to Social Security, only 77% of benefits will be promised beginning in 2034. That's just 17 years from now. Yeah.
1: That's right. I know it's it's here, basically. And so if you look at, depending on, well, my recent social security statement said uh, 79% of, of benefits in okay. 2033. So okay. it was a year right. earlier, you know, so the problem is that the program is going broke, you know, it, it's got to have some changes. And we've got some time now if our elected officials would do their job and do what they're supposed <laughs> to do and make some changes to this stuff so instead of waiting till the last minute more than likely we're going to wait until 2030 before we actually change something right. which is you know which is stupid we we know about the problem now there's reports every single year saying this is an issue so make some changes but you know ultimately what it comes down to is you and I mark and, and anyone under 50 cannot rely on social security being what we say or what they tell us it's going to be on the statement Okay. Yeah, we're probably going to get less either that or we're going to pay more in taxes, one or the other, which hurts either way. So True. Um, it's a negative impact on us. So uh, for those of you that are retired that are drawing Social Security now or going to be drawing it within the next five or 10 years, it's probably not going to impact you. So don't worry about this. This is probably not going to be a, a major impact on anything that happens to you in that scenario. But for younger people, people under I would say anyone under 50, then it, it's going to be an impact and something you need to potentially again address with your plan and make sure that that uh, you cover this this worst case scenario type situation if it is cut by 25 percent basically right
0: well um, I, I, let's look at it this way real fast Nathan Let's say you're 65 and you just retired and in 17 years that's going to make you what 82 yeah Uh, let's say they do go ahead and cut your benefits down by and you're you now have 33 roughly percent less money coming in that's going to affect where you where you're making that distance up at that money up at is going to probably be from your investments so therefore you do need to be planning and you also to me that also says you still want to make sure that you're trying to have something that's out that's in there
1: in the market or whatever outpacing inflation so on and so forth right you have to. Yeah, yeah we okay. have to today just because, you know, we we have such long life expectancies. So we've got to make sure that we've got that money there that's yeah. growing, that's outpacing okay. inflation and, and there for us. So, yeah. Okay. Exactly so. right. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And again, folks, it all comes down to
0: thinking some things through. Now, these are scary facts and they may be, they may happen. They may not. There's there some things, you know, this wasn't a scare tactic kind of show where we're saying, oh, you should call Nathan right away because of this. It's simply saying, hey, these things are on the radar. Uh, It's also a little bit of a Halloween fun to kind of take it in this uh, vein that we're taking it. But these are still some real things you should consider. And for a lot of people, they are very worried about the Social Security thing. For example, it probably will not affect a lot lot of baby boomers as much as it will, as Nathan pointed out, uh, people under the age of 50. But it still could affect you if indeed it goes through uh, dropping that down. And it'll affect you in ways like having to pull more from your own investments than in funding your own retirement, which a lot of us should be prepared for by now, but if you are not, that is one of the reasons we do the show. So if you do have some questions, if you do need some help, uh, if you did hear something you, uh, that kind of piqued your interest or you want to learn more on any of our podcasts, uh, as always, check with a qualified professional, check with your financial advisor if you have questions. If you do not have one or not getting the answers that make you you know feel warm and fuzzy, give Nathan a call. We'll be happy to talk with you. 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. You can stop in and talk with him get on the uh, calendar for an appointment. He's a registered investment advisor, a chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local SmartVestor Pro with Dave Ramsey, and of course, the founder at O'Brien & Associates, and your local investor coach. Don't forget to go to the website, thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. Subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple or Google or whatever platform you choose. Right there on each episode page, you can read through the the, uh, the podcast a little bit. We have these cool little timestamps that let you jump from place to place. If you see something that's interesting, you can uh, text share it. We have various different share links, excuse me, that you can do under each episode, as well as click on the investor awareness guide and get that complimentary also. So with all that said, happy Halloween, and we hope everybody enjoys the Halloween month.
1: And Nathan, thanks for your time, buddy. Yeah, thank you, and just to, to all our listeners, just make sure that you don't procrastinate. You know that's why we have the show. Take yep. action now. Do some things that will improve your financial future. So, um, and eat some candy. That'd Ooh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy.
0: <laughs> all right, well, fantastic, folks. Thanks for enjoying uh, some time with us. We hope you enjoyed that and got something useful. And we'll see you next time here on the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien and uh, I've got to work on my German <laughs> accent, Mark Killian. I don't really do German very well. Uh, <laughs> that's hard to. Do. that is it's really it's hard very it's a very aggressive <laughs> language so yeah, uh, i'll have to I'll, i'm curious if i'll decide to learn any or not i've always been fascinated with it but i i don't yeah. know i don't know if that was like subconscious or not but or if it's just because it's such a, a harsh sounding language but anyway you guys have a great week thanks for your time here on the financial answer i'm gonna go have some candy we'll see you next time here on the program <laughs>